Hi, this is Bernie Dake. Welcome to the Salvation Army's Words of Life. Welcome back to Words of Life. We're glad you're here. I want to welcome Cheryl Gillum to the show. So nice to be with you, Bernie. Thank you. It's just becoming like a, a good worn shoe, Cheryl. You're so just comfortable. a part of our family now. Uh, we started a new series last week, Barefoot Cinderella's. And for this 11-week series, we'll be joined by Major Susie Erickson as she walks us through her new book, which just came out a few days ago. Yeah, very exciting. In each of these episodes, Susie is joined by someone who's been through similar circumstances that she discusses in her chapters. This week, she's joined by Colonel Susan Buckowitz as they discuss Susie's incredible story that led her to the realization that she was born for a purpose. Mm. I don't want to give too much away mm. because our producer has told us not to. Yeah. But what's amazing about both of these women is they're almost both five feet tall <laughs> if they stand on each other's shoulders. Wait, that's not true. They're short women, but they're powerful for the kingdom. That's right. And Susie's story is incredible. Uh, she and David have been uh, here in Atlanta for a few years, and they were here previously in a different, what the Salvation Army calls appointment, mm -hmm. a different role for each of them. Uh, so I'm excited to, to hear how they're sharing what God has delivered them from and through their journey, because it will encourage our listeners for sure. Yeah, and you're not going to want to miss it because it's our prayer that her story is going to remind you that you too were born for a purpose. God doesn't make accidents, and He has an incredible plan for each of you as well. As we hear several people's stories throughout this series, please don't be afraid to share your own with us. We'd love to hear from you and possibly use your story on the show. Call 1-800-229-9965, and with your permission, We'd love to share your message on the air. You will never know how your story can be used to encourage someone else. Hello, I'm Major Susie Erickson with the Salvation Army, and I am so excited today to have Colonel Susan Buckowitz with me in the studio. And today we're talking about Chapter 1, of Barefoot Cinderella's, and the title is Born for a Purpose. And Colonel, it's so good to have you with us today. Thank you, Susie. It's a pleasure to be here. I have the privilege of uh, working with you every day in uh, ministry to women. And um, this story, while it really is relevant for everyone, I think that uh, it's really a story about uh, women walking mm -hmm. the journey of life together. Right. And um, this first chapter talks about the story of my birth and the journey that my mother uh, took in having her seventh baby. It's a remarkable story. My mother really went through quite a journey, mm. and she had had numerous health challenges throughout her pregnancy. Uh, she ended up having um, a major operation, and in the recovery time, the hospital released her a little too soon. And when she stood up to be discharged from the hospital, the incision busted. Mm. So here she ended up back in the hospital and um, she laid there for days before any further medical attention was given to her. Right. And she knew she was in trouble yeah. medically. 
And so when they brought in uh, another team of experts and specialists for that in that day, 1966, they rushed her back in emergency surgery and they gave her the strongest antibiotics that were available at that time. When she came through that, the doctors told her, um, we feel like you will survive, but we don't believe the baby's going to survive this. And if the baby does, there will be great health challenges. And so here my mom was. She had six children at home, an alcoholic husband, a son who was following in the footsteps of his father as an alcoholic. And now she has this incredible worry and fear upon her of what is life going to be like. So you're in that place of you desperately want the child you're carrying, but you just know you can't handle any more stress. And so many women in our society, they carry that type of burden. They have this deep love for their family, but they carry these deep, heavy burdens upon their shoulders. Right. Have you experienced that as well? As a little girl, I was I was one of the firstborn. I say it was 1.5 <laughs> because I have a twin sister, and um, Cindy and I are the oldest. Uh, my parents were Salvation Army officers, hardworking Corps officers always. They had three other girls in close um, succession, knowing and seeing how hard my parents worked. Uh, my mother could do absolutely anything. She was phenomenal. And if you knew her, you would say she was a saint. She had a lot on her shoulders, five little girls, five mouthy little girls uh, to take care of and to try to integrate into a family ministry. And it wasn't easy. I had a sister number four um, had severe health issues with her lungs, and she still does. The Lord spared her life over and over again. But um, even during those days of our childhood, um, we knew with illnesses among the sisters, um, my baby sister had scarlet fever. Uh, All those things weighed very heavily on my mom, who had the bulk of responsibility for the household, as well as her full-time ministry. Right. Yeah. Well, my mother um, went throughout this pregnancy not knowing that the child within her wasn't going to cause even greater burden right. on this household that right. really was already in a crisis situation. Mm-hmm. And so the last month of her pregnancy, the baby stopped moving. Just she felt nothing. Against all odds, a healthy baby girl took her first breaths, not by a father's will, but by God's will. Right. I had heard that story of my birth over and over Mm. my entire life growing up. Every year on my birthday, my mother told the story about that month before she stopped feeling any movement in her womb. But do you know, it did not really uh, register in my mind until my 50th birthday Mm. that I wasn't supposed to be here. Wow. And it was at that moment that I came to realize that I was born for a purpose, Mm. that God had placed me on this earth for a purpose. And I truly believe that about every baby that is born. 
And uh, you have quite a unique story about your birth as well, right? Well, of course, this was way, way back in 1958 when my um, my mom uh, discovered she was pregnant. And um, it was a normal pregnancy. Everything was going well. But she was feeling kicks and nudges all over her abdomen. And as the months went by, she would go to her, her checkups with her doctor in despair and wondering if she was having a monster. In fact, she told her doctor that she thought she was having a monster because <laughs> this baby could not possibly have as many appendages uh, as she was feeling. So the doctor, in order to, you know, help her feel better, took an x-ray. What um, they didn't know was that somehow my mom's x-ray got mixed up with another uh, another expectant mother's. And when the x-ray came back, the doctor called my mom and said, Alberta, you just need to know, you are only having one baby. So that was a weird thing for the, the rest of um, my mom's pregnancy with her first baby, um, feeling all of these strange things and and thinking within herself that something was not right. And the day her water broke, um, my dad likes to tell the story that he ran down the stairs and picked up the phone and called my mom's doctor and, and said, Alberta's water broke. I'm bringing her to the hospital right now. And the doctor said, well, John, be sure you tell her that she's having twins. Oh, no. <laughs> and <laughs> we found her x-ray. She's having twins. So my dad says he ran back up the stairs said to my mom, Berta, we're having twins, and ran back down the stairs and caught the phone in midair. Oh, my goodness. That, that, that was the urban legend in our, in our family. <laughs> so the weird thing about that is, of course, my parents wanted a boy, firstborn boy, and his name would be John Robert after my father. But the thought of having a girl, they could not decide on, on a name for the girl. And my mom wanted Cindy, and my dad wanted Susan, and they just could not decide. So when they had two girls, mom got her wish, dad got his wish, and, uh, you know, that's how it worked out. It was great. Well, who can even know the plans and purpose God has for a child when uh, they are conceived? And so many children are conceived in circumstances that just really aren't ideal. Yeah. Um, some of them are, are born um, to mothers that weren't expecting a child at all, but yet God has a plan and a purpose for that child. Right. But you can sometimes think that your life doesn't matter and that you're not seen and that you're not heard. Mm-hmm. And what I would want women uh, and uh, children and men to know is that the circumstances of your life may say you were unplanned and unwanted and unloved, but nothing is farther from the truth. Mm -hmm. God had holy plans for you when he spoke you into existence. Right. Birth is a miracle. Yeah. And children are a gift from God. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, God's got a plan for all of us. Yes, and, yes, he does. You know, and it's it's our responsibility to listen to his voice, to to find the path he's chosen for us. 
And he doesn't hide it from us, does he? No. He doesn't tease us in that way. So if there was a mom out there right now who's expecting and she's received um, heartbreaking news, what would you say to her? Oh, what can you say other than trust? Trust the one who knows you. Trust the one who made you. Trust the one who loves you unconditionally. And his plan for your life includes this precious life you're bringing into the world. His plan encompasses all of it. Yes. So embrace his plan. Trust him. He loves you. He knows you. And God has a holy plan for that baby. Right. Just as he has for you. Yeah. The Salvation Army's mission, Doing the Most Good, means helping people with material and spiritual needs. You become a part of this mission every time you give to the Salvation Army. Visit SalvationArmyUSA.org to offer your support, and we'd love to hear from you. Email us at radio at uss.salvationarmy.org. Call 1-800-229-9965 or write us at P.O. Box 29972, Atlanta, Georgia, 30359. Tell us how we can help. Share prayer requests or share your testimony. We would love to use your story on the air. You can also subscribe to our show on iTunes or your favorite podcast store, and be sure to give us a rating. Just search for The Salvation Army's Words of Life. Follow us on social media for the latest episodes, extended interviews, and more. And if you don't have a church home, we invite you to visit your local Salvation Army Worship Center. They'll be glad to see you. This is Bernie Dake inviting you to join us next time for the Salvation Army's Words of Life.